I'm inviting Apostle Tunde to come up and give us the word of the Lord. And I, I would like for you to stand up and honor him and to take notes when he speaks. <laughs> Good morning, church. Please be seated. Thank you for a very good welcome. Pastor Mary and Pastor Brett, we are really, we've really been blessed to be with you. Hospitality has been something else. We are very grateful. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, we're in the north of Nigeria, just a little bit about what we do. Um, we've been there, we planted that church uh, 35 years plus now, and um, we've planted 300 churches in the north of Nigeria and in 12 nations in the 1040 window, with over 50,000 people in those churches. Uh, we also oversee an apostolic network with uh, another 250 churches, so about 550 churches oversight is what we have. Orphanage, uh, schools, medical missions in partnership with uh, Dr. Quadmont. God is doing great things. Uh, where we are is interesting, challenging, all the terrorism, but God is faithful. Uh, during the COVID, we saw a 30% growth in mission because people couldn't go to the big towns, started their own churches. On the 3rd of November 2019, the Lord Jesus came to our church. We have two big gates. He took the entrance gate and opened it one time. And he said to me, I have come to open the ship gate. And we've been seeing extraordinary things happening. As I speak right now, we're building a new church in Guinea Conakry, as I speak now this morning. So God has been very good. We are very delighted to be here. I'm sure we'll tell you more, but now I want to go into the word of God. My wife, Tina, we've also been married. Is how many anniversary? This is 30 what now? 34 years. 35. We are getting old. I was talking to one of my kids. I said, it's 35 years. I said, wow, daddy. I said, we're getting old. All right, let's pray together. Father, we give you praise this morning for your presence here. Thank you, because unto you shall the gathering of your people be. As we go into the word of God this morning, I ask that you anoint your people afresh, anoint the speaker afresh. Take all the glory and praise in Jesus' mighty name. How many of you came expecting this morning? I'm just the milk delivery boy. I got your UPS parcel, your DHL parcel to deliver. Every time we come together, you know, like, I don't know about this part of the world, but where I come from, when daddy and mommy returns, return home, the kids will run towards you. But usually they go for the bags in your hand. <laughs> Especially mama's bag always has something for them. Some candies, something like that. 
Every time we come like this, God comes with his bag of blessings. And during the worship, God began to heal people during the worship. He opened my eyes. Uh, it's important that when God picks you out in a meeting like this, it's a two-way traffic. A word comes, you take it by acting on it. Amen? Amen. So, if you came this morning and you've been having problem breathing or something with your chest, something with your chest, you're having problem breathing, something with your chest, the healing anointing had been flying around here for some time. <laughs> As we were worshiping, I was seeing it. I was just seeing it the whole time we were worshiping. What you just need to do is lift your hand and thank the Lord. That's all you need to do. It's a specific word. Just lift your hand and thank the Lord. Now, if you came in here and you had a problem with your shoulder here, okay? Here. Maybe you're having a problem lifting it. I just want you to lift your hand now and just thank the Lord. Just lift your hand and thank him. Lift your hand and thank him. Now, if you have a problem with your left knee here, you want to lift your hand also and thank him. If you came and your back was hurting during the worship, I saw that. You're having a problem with your back. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Now, I want you to stand to your feet where you are now. Just stand for a moment. Just, just thank the Lord. Just give him praise. Begin to breathe easy. Begin to breathe easy. Just breathe easy. Jesus is all over the place. He's been walking around the whole place this morning. He's been walking around. Just breathe easy. Move that knee. Move that back. I command that pain to leave now. Go. 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 In the name of Jesus, loose your grip. In Jesus' name, loose your grip. Just wave that hand. Do something in faith. Move it around. Move that shoulder around. Move it up. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move that knee. Do something in faith. Do that in faith. Hey. Just wave your hand and give him glory. Take one more minute. Just give him praise this morning. Give him praise this morning. The healing power is here. The healing power is here. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is our healer. He loves to bring bread. Healing is the bread of the children. Just wave that hand and give him praise this morning. Just remain standing for just a mo another minute. Something happened there in the, this moment. Your pain is less. Your pain is gone. You feel different. Can you give him a wave offering? See that? Church, see that? Just look around. See? See all those hands? Come on, jam those hands together. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. Please, you may be seated in his presence this morning. For the benefit of other people, when God gives you a word of knowledge, you need to give it at the right time. Because there's a faith. God's faith is on it. And we have to use his faith when we can. Amen. You know, in a corporate meeting, God's faith comes. And we just, we just get into that quickly and take something we can, you know. This morning, I'll be speaking on the Father of mercies. The Father of mercies. Second Corinthians 1, 3 and 4. 
and then Psalm 145, 8 and 9. The Father of mercies. That's our Father. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted. Psalm 145, 8 and 9. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. The Lord is good to how many people? All. And his tender mercies are over all his works. The word compassion and mercy are used interchangeably in Scripture. The old covenant and the new covenant. What does that mean? It means to pity, to love tenderly, to be full of eager yearning, to suffer with, to pity, to love tenderly, to be full of eager yearning, to suffer with. So when the Bible says the Lord is full of compassion, is full of mercy, the Bible calls him the Father of mercies, plural. The mercies of God this morning are mighty upon his children. And I want you to tap into the mercy of God for the area you needed. Mercy is the manifestation of the Father's heart of love. The Bible does not say God is power. It says God is love. Hallelujah. In Matthew 5.45, the Bible says that God sends rain on the just and on the unjust. That means after God has blessed his children, he starts to look for bad people in Houston to bless. Say, I've blessed my children. Where are the bad guys? I want to do good to them. Second Chronicles 16.9 says, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose hearts are up, uh, upright towards him. Micah 7.18. Micah 7.18 says towards the end, it says, God delighted in mercy. God gets a kick out of doing good. Yes. Hallelujah to Jesus. He just loves to do good. He's hunting around. Who can I bless? Who can I heal? Who can I touch? Which family can I touch? And that family is you this morning in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 63, 9 says, In their affliction, he was afflicted. In their affliction, he was afflicted. Everything that touches you touches him. The Bible says we have a high priest who is touched with the feelings of our infirmity. Many times God would take me to a place because of one person. His mercy would take you somewhere just because of one person. That's how, that's how he is. He just loves to touch people. He loves to come in there and touch people and do the unthinkable. Hallelujah. I love to tell this story. I was invited to a little church in our town. I, I was busy, and I sent one of the pastors to represent me. But while I was busy watching the English Premier League soccer game, I, I confessed my sin to the church. The Lord said to me, get up. 
I said, do what? He said, go to that church. I said, I sent Pastor Joel. He said, you have to go. So when I said, putting on my clothes, my wife said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to that church, the bus. <laughs> when I got into that church, never been there before, just a little place, the Lord drew me to one woman. And as I walked towards the woman, the mercy of God, the mercy of God, the mercy of God, will send you a messenger at the right time. Will send you the right person at the right time. I saw in a vision as I approached the woman that her son walked out of the house and her son walked back. I said, Lord, there's nothing special about that. Children leave home. It's not a revelation. You just tell her. When I told her, she went crazy. She began to throw the plastic chairs in the room, rolling on the floor. I thought, there's no revelation in this. Well, she had been in the mountains praying. And the Lord told her to go to church like some of you came to church this morning. Because it's an anointing to break off something off your neck for a long time. So, long story short, the boy was working as a generator mechanic and was kidnapped by his boss. Taken to another city, gave him something to drink, couldn't remember nothing, his name, where he came from. From the time that word was given, God did a miracle, his mind came back. But by the time the boy returned home, he had been gone for four and a half years. But it was one touch with the mercy of God that changed that. I want to say this morning you are in the right place. The mercy of God will find you. I said the mercy of God will find you. The mercy of God will change your story this morning. Is there a witness in the house of the Lord today? The mercy of God has brought forgiveness because of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. The mercy of God has brought forgiveness because of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation 13, 8. Aren't you glad we serve a God that knows the end from the beginning? Aren't you glad we serve a God that there's nothing happening in our life that he doesn't know about already? Amen. Everything happened to us this weekend. Everything happened to us before. He had it covered. Before man sinned, God prepared. He said, I know you are going to miss it, but I'm going to have a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And so even when the crisis came in the land of Egypt and destruction was going to happen, they could take a lamb, a type of Christ that was already slain from the foundation of the world. Friend, the Bible says, God who is rich in mercy. While we were yet seen as Jesus died for us. Look at the story of the prodigal son in the Bible. The guy was rehearsing his confession. I'll go to my father and say, I've done this and I've done that. Bible says the father saw him way off. Abba, daddy. He saw him way off and he began to run towards him. I want you to picture God running towards you. 
The Bible says the father had compassion or mercy on him and just ran towards him and stopped the confession and said, I know where you've been, but I love you nonetheless. I'm here to tell a child of God today, it doesn't matter where you've been, it doesn't matter what you've done, the mercy of God is towards you this morning. Healing and deliverance is your portion this morning because of the mercy of your heavenly father. Do I have a witness in the house of the Lord? Amen. I was preaching somewhere here in America. Um, and healing line, you know, and the pastor just whispered some things in my ears. When I got up, he said, that guy, and he said many things I cannot repeat here. Blah, 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 blah. I said, it was so bad. I said, you're not helping my faith in my mind. Why tell me so many ugly things about this guy I'm about to pray for? The man at that time was 52 years old. He had been deaf in one ear since he was a child, since he was two years old. You know? God just popped that ear open like that. And the things they told me about him didn't look like he would get healed. I'm happy that God doesn't consult your record. He consults the cross and the stripes of Jesus for your healing this morning. Hallelujah. Another time I was in Uganda and my host were in Kasangati outside Kampala and we're having an outdoor meeting and my host said, look at the man on crutches. He's the worst man in this town. So you're not helping my faith. You know the first person that God heals? The worst man. Because once you come under the blood of Jesus, healing, forgiveness, they go together. He forgives your sins and he heals your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction and he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies this morning. I was preaching, praying for a woman in Denmark. She was on a wheelchair and I was praying very hard prayer. The next thing I knew, people said, they're screaming. Those guys don't scream easily, you know, but they started screaming. By the time I opened my eyes, the woman was gone. I was praying for the chair. You know, oh, oh. So you know I'm not the healer, don't you? I am not the healer. I am not. I don't know how to do this. But the mercy of God paid for it. When Jesus was at the whipping post, you know, Isaiah says his body was so damaged, he didn't even resemble a human I mean, some people who had the privilege of seeing that vision said some of his flesh was like the size of a man's palm that fell off in that weeping. And Jesus said, as the serpent was lifted up, John 3, 14, so the Son of Man will be lifted up. Hello, whatever you've gone through, I understand it. It doesn't change what he did for you. Don't let the devil ever change that in your mind. Whatever I have been through, I've had terrible experiences. You have had terrible experiences. But it doesn't change the fact that he was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. Hey! And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed! What the devil wants to tell us is, well, you know, we can never know what we do know. Yeah. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we were healed. What I don't understand when we get to heaven, we'll talk about it. But right now, by his stripes, we were healed. By his stripes, we, by his stripes, we were healed. Is that okay? 
Let's keep that in our mind. In Exodus 25, 21, 22, if you read down, in the, in the Holy of Holies, there was only one piece of furniture, the Ark of a Covenant. Inside that box, the Ten Commandments they couldn't keep. Manna, when they protested about uh, food. Aaron's rod that budded when they were arguing about who should be the leader. Everything was in the box. It was a testimony of failure. But if you read it, Exodus 25, 21, 22 downwards, you see, God said, I will meet with you on top of the mercy seat. There was a cover, the lead, where the high priest put blood once a year and the two cherubims that were carved on it. Wherever the blood of Jesus goes, mercy follows. And that's where God wants to meet with us. Mercy follows. I was somewhere in South South Nigeria one time. I'd been in Europe preaching, came back tired. I was in Calabar, those who know Nigeria. Go there once a year. I was very tired that day. I was prophesying on people in the building. And the Holy Spirit said to me, go forward. I'm not the healer. I always remind myself about that. Because sometimes you can be fighting the worst thing in your life and God will be opening blind eyes through you at the same time. It's just his gift. The right ear of somebody is being touched by God. Partial deafness or deafness on the right ear is being touched by God as we speak now. So if you're having some problem in your right ear, just close the good one and start praising him with the bad one. Uh Just do what I say. Yeah, do it. It will pop. It will pop. Yes. Yes, it's touching you. Raise that hand. Raise that hand. Just raise that hand. I can see you, but raise that hand. Raise that hand. It's touching you. Praise him. All right. Just. <laughs> is somebody ready for a miracle? <laughs> Who is close to me here? Who are you? Are you t- is something happening with you around? Here? Which right? All right. Okay, this is this is the good one. Close it. Put your hand in it. Block it. Stick your hand in it. You hear that? You gonna hear it? Yeah? Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Come on, give him praise, give him glory. I think more than one person got that. <laughs> so if you're in that situation too, just lift your hand and thank him. Just thank him. When the gift comes, just act on it. It's not about the man. You just, pff, you just do your part. It's a gift. Daddy comes with candies. <laughs> Forgot what I was saying, but anyway, Calabar. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. So the Lord said, go forward and ask anybody. The doctor said they can't help to come. And I'm like... I know you guys don't get tired in America. We get tired down there. I said, I'm tired. I told the Lord, I'm tired, you know. I said, tomorrow. So I came up 
As I stood in that church and looked to the far right where the pastors were sitting, I saw Jesus himself there. You know how it is when you see Jesus? The people knew something was up because I, I froze. I just got the message. I didn't need any prophet to tell me. Boy, it's not about you. It's about what I did. And I've told myself, never forget that for the rest of your life. How you feel, what happens to you, what doesn't happen to you has nothing to do with the fact that he was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Finish. So there was a woman by the door. Everybody was stepping over her. The pastor even told me. I don't let them bring, I don't like them bringing her to this church. You know? HIV, AIDS, and she was stolen nonstop for six months. And that time people were very afraid, you know? It was like a. So they carried her forward. I didn't pray a long prayer. I didn't pray. It was a simple prayer. Six, uh, I mean, a few weeks later, Dr. Biora came to our church and was testifying. That, that thing stopped. God changed that situation for her. You see what I'm saying to you? The mercy of God has brought forgiveness and healing. No matter what we go through, let's not throw that away. Did you get that bit? The mercy of God has also brought deliverance from danger. Psalm 103. Um, thank you, Lord. We appreciate you, Jesus. The mercy of God has brought deliverance. Isaiah 49, please. Let's go there. And then write down Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to... Isaiah 49, verse 24 and 25. Mark 5, 1 to 5, and verse 19 and 20. Psalm 103, 4. Thank you, Daddy. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive delivered? But thus said the Lord... Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with them that contended with thee, and I will save thy children. And in Mark 5, you can write it down. The madman of Gadara, the Bible says Jesus had compassion on him. Well, hmm. you see, this guy was so crazy that he stayed in the tombs, in the graveyards. Nobody, no human wanted to be around him. But what surprised me about Jesus was that he left the city to this kind of region to look for one guy. His own family had rejected him, but not Jesus. They saw a crazy person Jesus saw an evangelist. Yeah. I don't know what people see when they look at you, but God does not judge you by your history. He judges you by your destiny. Amen. He says, hey, they see a lunatic, but I see an evangelist. Amen. If you follow the story, he runs towards Jesus. They were legion. Jesus cast out the devil. The guy said, can I follow you, Jesus? He said, go back and tell your community, I have had compassion or mercy upon you. 
The mercy of God will cause God to, to travel anywhere to reach anybody. One time the Lord said to me, buy a plane ticket and go to South Africa. He said, I have no meetings scheduled. What am I going to do? He said, you're going to pray for one of my kids, one of my daughters. I said, Lord, is that not expensive? He said, whose money is it? I said, okay. <laughs> I go. Long story short, this woman had been, you know how it is in some of this place. She was carjacked and crazy things happened to her. She just lost it. They gave her all kinds of treatments. It was not working. Her husband is a friend, an Englishman. Uh, anyway, as we sat in that office with another lady, the Lord showed me a cat in a shopping bag inside of her. I don't know how it got there, but we, we cast it out. Mm-hmm. And her mind came back. The last time in South Africa, she came to see us in the hotel with her husband. National Radio Ministry today. God will send the right help that you need to you at the right time. Amen. Is there an amen somewhere in this house? God will send the help you need at the right time. A Muslim convert in our ministry who came to us suddenly developed some abdominal problems and they did everything to help him, blah, blah, blah. Scanned, they couldn't see nothing. Pastors began to pray. After praying for like two hours nonstop, don't let your prayers be too short because the, the deeper you go in the spirit, the more, the deeper you really go in the spirit. See, when you are flying at 10,000 feet, you can't see what is at 20,000 feet. And when you are flying at 20,000 feet, you cannot see 33,000 feet. So most of the time, we like to fly like 5,000. And God said, okay, I'll show you 5,000. So the deeper they went, after over two hours of just praying, the spirit world is deep. You can get lost also. Sometimes you get too far. If you're not careful, you may not come back. Don't be scared. <laughs> you can always return. But anyway... This guy just vomited an object. The object was um, a piece of paper that was wrapped. It had names of seven evil spirits written in Arabic. Yes, as we say in Nigeria. Yes, names of seven evil spirits written in Arabic. We had to get somebody who read Arabic to read that. A black tread, 26 office pinheads. I have it on my phone, if you want to see it, on it. He never swallowed it, but he vomited it. But God got the deliverance he needed for him. The point I'm trying to make is that even if there's a demonic stronghold in your life, when we call the final altar today, yes. Jesus! Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that. It just comes like that. I, I, when I don't know what to say, when it's, my heart is full and it's just too much, that's the only thing I can say that makes sense. Let's go beyond, let, let's put the limits of God. I was in Lagos, Tina has to help me with this. That testimony from this guy's church, about that baby. Was it last year in Lagos? Okay. 
I was in a church and I was just preaching. And the Lord said to me, I heard the baby will be born, will be okay. That's all I heard. And I just came down and said, the baby will be okay. Then the pastor pointed to the saxophonist and said, okay. I just gave a word. I don't know what that means. It's all about. So the saxophonist came down and started rejoicing. Just started rejoicing. I didn't really know why he was rejoicing. Then the pastor now told me later, I said, you know the problem? This guy, his wife was uh, pregnant. They've been waiting for six years, if I remember, to have a baby. Now they're pregnant, but she's on bed rest because she's spotting, you know. So she wasn't in church, and they don't know if they'll make it. I, I just kept preaching, because I don't know why God had me to say. He danced for a few minutes, and then he went back and sat down. On my birthday, which is January 16th, we're always fasting in January in our church, so I don't really get to celebrate. <laughs> I'm sitting down. We're trying to finish and go and break the fast, you know, with my wife, go somewhere. And this guy is just calling, calling in church. I'm like, come on. Well, my eyes got big because when I didn't peek, he now sent me a lengthy SMS and said, that um, saxophonist's wife went into premature labor. So they had been going. They went to one hospital. Sometimes the medical bill in Nigeria, thank God for Stuart, they do things for, for free. It, it can be too much. By the time they go to two hospitals, eventually they give birth, but the baby didn't make it. The baby died. When the, 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 the doctor said, pack it up, you know what I mean? Pack it yeah. up. The baby just jacked and came back to life. Amen. It was the dance a few months ago. Yeah. 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 It was rejoicing in the mercy of God Amen. before that manifestation. You see, do you understand? Rejoicing in the mercy, rejoicing in the mercy of God. Amen. And that's what we had this morning. Rejoicing in the mercy of God. Jehoshaphat, for his mercy, endure it forever. Second Chronicles 20. And when they began to sing about his mercy, the Lord sent ambushments. I mean, you can rejoice. When you rejoice in church, it goes into your future to arrest the devourer, to arrest the avenger. Out of the mouth of babes and suckling has he ordained praise that he might what? Steal the avenger. Sometimes, when I on my own many times, I rejoice. And if you see me rejoice, you think I'm crazy. I lock the door so nobody comes in. It's just me and Jesus. I said, Jesus, I'm rejoicing over this situation. I thank you because the need is met. And I'm jumping around and I'm rejoicing over this one. And I'll go back and I'll roll on the floor a bit. And I'm rejoicing. Yet I have bills stacked up in my face. I have challenges you don't want to know about. But I rejoice. There's something about the joy. Isaiah 12, 3. With joy, you withdraw water out of the well of salvation. It takes joy to bring that water up. Is there somebody who will give God glory in the house this morning? Somebody who will give him praise in the house this morning? 
Hebrews 13:15 by him therefore Hebrews 13:15 by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise which is the fruit of our lips it's not convenient <laughs> but every time you do it heaven notes it down that's right it's worship God says you are praising me when you should be crying I note yeah. it down and that guy praised God before the event, I didn't even know that would happen. I just gave a word, and he came and danced and danced and danced. And God said, "Okay, it's noted. That baby cannot go." That's right. And that baby, kept, she's still there. She's my birthday mate. Hallelujah! Somebody give God glory in the house of God. Hallelujah! I must quickly add something, and if I have time, I'll let's see how we go. I understand I have time. Every time I look at the news in America, one of the things that bothers me is all these shootings. I saw one, I don't know if it was yesterday. I'm like, like they say Kaduna is dangerous. I'm like, this is also dangerous around here <laughs> because we all go to the mall. Should we talk about this? Revelation 12:11 says, "And they overcame him by the blood of a lamb and by the word of their testimony." Exodus 12:13, "The blood shall be for you a token upon the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you." I mean, we have lived through terrorism. I mean, metal detectors like airport and all that kind of thing to come into church. But God has kept us. Not because we are better than anybody else. But I don't know where you live today that you don't need the blood of Jesus. I don't know. But when I look at the news, I say to myself, what's the difference? One is a lone gun man and one is a terrorist. Both demon-possessed or oppressed. God told the children of Israel, the blood will be a sign. When you come to the traffic light, yeah? red means stop. In Nigeria, red means stop. In Australia, red means stop. In United Kingdom, red means stop. In Norway, red means stop. The blood of Jesus is a spiritual language understood in all realms of existence. Amen. When you put that blood on by faith, I tell you, demons don't cross the bloodline. Because Leviticus 17, 11 says, the life of the flesh is in the blood. Which means, every time you put the blood of Jesus in a place, Jesus is actually there. If I lived here, I will plead the blood every day over myself, over my children, over my car, over my building. Over, Listen, the world is crazy. The devil doesn't care if you live in America. He has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. There was a, a dinger, what's his name, that guy, when there was a bomb on a train one time, and one of our guys was in one of those coaches, and he took charge. He said, I plead the blood of Jesus over this coach. It was terrorist. That was the only coach 
they did not go into because of the bloodline. We have had shopping malls, I mean, market, not malls, we don't have mall. Market burning and fire is burning and a woman is pleading the blood over her shop. And the fire burns everything, skips her shop and burns everything down. These people are alive. I have a book on the power and the blood of Jesus. It's available on Amazon. Please get it. There's a second edition, but the old one is good enough. The second one has more stories and maybe an extra chapter. But this is how we live our lives. The, the life of the flesh is in the blood. When you understand that the blood is the blood of Christ. Let me, let me share this with you. When Jesus rose from the dead, he told Mary, don't touch me. I've not gone to your father and my father. Why? Because if you understand sacrifice, every time you make a sacrifice, you go to an altar where a spirit comes in to look after you or enforce that sacrifice, that substitution. But when Jesus rose from the dead, there was no altar on the earth that could take his blood. No altar in the atmospheric heaven that could take the blood of Jesus. No altar in the stellar heavens that could take the blood of Jesus. The only altar fit for the blood that redeemed you, that paid for your life, spirit, soul, body, mind, emotion, will, intellect, and your whole family and destiny is, is the altar of God, the holy of holies in heaven. Blood, Masa Christo Pakayande. There is blood in heaven calling your name this morning. And the blood is saying over your life, no stopping, no parking, no waiting. I declare over you this morning, it is well with you going out. It is well with you coming in. A thousand will fall by your side. Ten thousand at your right hand but they will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you see and behold the reward of the wicked because you have met the Lord who is my refuge even the most high that habitation there shall no evil befall you neither shall any plague come neither dwelling for he has given his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways they shall bear thee up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against the stone thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion, the dragon shall not trample under feet because you have set your love upon me. Therefore will I deliver you and will honor you and with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Is there a believer in the house of God? Somebody shout in this place. Yeah. Hallelujah. God has given us a solution. Children on drugs, plead the blood. Strange disease showing up, plead the blood. Listen, if we just fold our hands, Satan is going to have a field day. But the bloodline, they don't cross it. I plead the blood all the time, all the time. Over your money, plead the blood. That's the language demons understand. When you plead the blood, demons are dialing 911. Hallelujah. They can't stand the power and the blood. I just saw so many things. I just saw that news. I thought, no, 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 no. This is, this is not good. Can I take one or two more thoughts quickly? Yes. The, mercy, the mercy of God is revealed through the indwelling spirit. Let's talk about him a little bit. 2 Corinthians 13, 14, John 15, 26. John 14, 8 to 11. Romans 8.15, plenty of scriptures. John 15.26, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, 
even the spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, shall testify of me. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. That word communion is kononia. It stands for partnership, friendship, and intimacy. In John 14, Jesus said unto um, Philip said to Jesus, John 14, 8, show us the Father and we shall be satisfied. And Jesus said, have I been with you this long? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Friends, I don't know how to say it, but to say we are really privileged to have the Holy Spirit living within us. He is not a dove. He can come like a dove. He is not a wind. He can come like the wind. He is not water. He can move like water. He is a person. Amen. Um, mm. Tell your neighbor he is a person. Can you imagine yourself traveling from maybe college station to Houston with your family? Husband and wife, you never said one word to each other. The children will start wondering, yeah. what's going on here? Do you know that the Holy Spirit is a person? One of the things I say to him a lot is, Holy Spirit, help me. Amen. It's one of my best prayers. I, I'm not praying to the Spirit, I'm just having a conversation. Yeah. I pray to the Father, but I talk to him. I say, Holy Spirit, you know what? I'm going to that church. I really don't know what's going to happen there. Can you help me today? You need to talk to him. Everything that touches you touches him. We were doing an extension in our that other house, the, uh, the mission apartment, and my wife was telling me that Tina was telling me that the Lord showed her that extension some time ago, and I thought, why would the Holy Spirit be interested? In the bathroom that you are adding. <laughs> I mean, what? Bathroom? I said, the Lord really showed you that we were going to make this bathroom. I said, yeah. If Holy Ghost is interested in a bathroom. What about your life? What about your kids? Amen. I want you to make him your friend. Ask him to help you. One of the ways he will help you when you pray in the Holy Ghost. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be continually what? Feel with the Spirit. Learn to pray under your breath in the Holy Ghost. How many of you pray in tongues here? Right. How many of us don't pray in tongues yet? You don't pray in tongues yet? Just wave your hand. Today is your day. You will pray before you leave here today. It's a blessing. It's a refreshing. The Bible says it's a refreshing where you, you cause the weary to rest. Hallelujah to Jesus. Holy Spirit is our helper. Learn to talk to him. He's there all the time. I was in Romania one year like that some years ago. We were going to pray for a woman either on the fourth or third floor with her son. The, 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 the brother-in-law and the sister were downstairs smoking a cigarette. And when I tried to greet them, they just put the smoke in my face. They puffed it up. I thought, wow. Is this how they greet people in Romania? put smoke in their nose. So I stood back and, you know, they talked in their language and 
Romanians are nice people, by the way. I think that was just something God was trying to do something there. Anyway, when we finish, I try to shake her. Say, okay. Then she grabs my hand and hangs to it and is screaming. I didn't understand what she was saying. And in my mind, I'm going, okay. You've put smoke in my face. And now you're grabbing my hand. Are you about to punch me? What's going on screaming? But what she was saying was that she felt heat in her back. And her back problem was healed. That was just the Holy Ghost doing his thing. So you, you carry God wherever you go. John G. Lake used to say, when he puts on his clothes and he looks at the mirror, he would say something like, the, the, the paraphrase, the man in that suit of clothes is carrying the Holy Spirit. You are carrying the Holy Spirit. As you walk into your office this week, into the, wherever you are, be sensitive. You might just want you to touch somebody or smile or say a word to them. You are the embassy of God. You are the temple of God. Amen. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah, we, we are not leaving the presence of God when we live here. We go in the presence of God. You are carrying that Shekinah wherever you go. And finally this morning, the mercy of God brings about compensation. Compensation. I believe that many of you, I may probably later on I'll talk more about it, but let me just throw it in a little bit. Um, let me give you one scripture for that at least. Just one scripture will do. Amos 9.13, let me read from the message translation. The mercy of God brings about compensation. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. God's decree, things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere, everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off mountains and hills. I believe this is a word also for this church. Things will begin to happen at once. So many of you here have served faithfully for years. The Lord said to say to you, compensation is not behind you, it's in front of you. Amen. Of you have given and given and given and given sacrificially. Remember Cornelius? Arms, prayer, fasting came before God as a memorial. God told Abraham, I am your reward and abundant compensation. Genesis 15, which means you can't serve me and go empty. Exodus 3.20, when they were leaving Egypt, they said you will not live empty. Some of you, Satan, has fought over your children. He has fought over your finances. As we pray this morning, the Lord will bring you compensation. Ruth was compensated. Many people have been compensated in Scripture. And I wanted to leave that Scripture with you finally this morning, that the Lord will compensate you. All right, let's lift our hands and just lift our hands and bless the Lord. <sighs> you're here this morning you just want to say I want to rededicate my heart to Jesus I want to give him my heart I want to rededicate my heart to Jesus or I want to receive the Holy Spirit baptism with the evidence of praying in tongues I want to open the floor for you to come just come now I need the Holy Ghost baptism I don't pray in tongues I want you to come now um 
I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want you to come now. It's your opportunity. The same spirit that feels is the same that heals. Thank you, Lord. All right. Welcome. Now, if you need physical healing, let's try and do this together. You've already given a word about you. You feel different. Just thank the Lord. But if you need physical healing or something, your body, just come and stand. Jesus is the healer. We just pray. Do everything together. If you need a physical touch in your body this morning, please come. Just come from everywhere. Hallelujah. Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer. Can we say that together? Jesus. Let's say it again. Jesus is the healer. Now when you say that, you know, you are looking beyond this room to heaven now. Looking beyond this room, beyond any man, to God now. So, we're going to start with the Holy Ghost baptism. I think uh, the guys are somewhere here. The Bible says, on the day of Pentecost, they were filled with the Spirit, and they began to speak a new language as the Spirit gave them what to say. A language is made up of sounds, and sounds are made up of syllables. So when we pray for you, you will stop the English, the Spanish, or whatever you're praying. Like little babies, you know, they make noises. We don't know what they're saying. The Lord will give you new sounds. Just make them from your heart to Him. You will not understand it from your head because you are not speaking from your head. You are speaking from inside by the Spirit of God. So we're going to lead you in that prayer and after that we're going to pray for healing and just touch people quickly. Daddy, we thank you. I'd like you to pray this prayer after me, everyone. Let's all pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died for my sins. He was raised again for my freedom. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Make me a new person. I have come now to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit with evidence of praying in tongues. I receive him now and I pray with tongues now in Jesus' name. Now taking a deep Thank you, Jesus. Shh.